welcome to Hidbal's Eyes podcast, Bulldoze. We help students realize their career dreams. Thank you for tuning in and making your choice to succeed in your careers. Welcome to Hidbal's Eyes podcast, where we are trying to keep you ahead of competition by sharing current affairs, tips for various exams and interviews with eminent speakers. Make sure you follow the podcast and share this episode with your friends who are preparing for any competitive exam. I am Nitika and in today's episode, we are going to cover stubble burning. So the New Delhi makes news every winter for toxic levels of air pollution. But the menace spreads over a much wider area in North India, affecting Punjab, Haryana, Uttar Pradesh, Rajasthan and Delhi, according to a new study. The smaller towns in these places which have relatively clean air throughout the year showed a spike in air pollution levels in early winter when farm fire caused the national capital to turn into a gas chamber. The farmers of Punjab, Haryana and western Uttar Pradesh are once again in the limelight. Last year, in 2021, similar problem was faced by the states but no such stringent actions were being taken. Even recently, the Chief Minister of New Delhi, Mr. Arvind Kejriwal, blamed the centre government for not finding any concrete solution to the stubble burning which has been found the main reason for the poor air quality index in the north region. Stubble burning is mainly the practice of intentionally setting fire to the straw stubble that remains after the grains such as rice and wheat have been harvested. And this technique is still widespread in the India. It is a method of removing paddy crop residues from the field to sow wheat from the last week of September to November. Stubble burning is a process of setting on fire the straw stubble, lifting after the harvesting of the grains like paddy. It is usually required in areas that use the combined harvesting method which leaves the crop residue behind. The paddy stubble burning is practiced mainly in the Indo-Gangetic plains of Punjab, Haryana and Uttar Pradesh to clear the fields of rabi crop sowing. The paddy crop is harvested between the first and last weeks of October in Punjab and Haryana. Then, the farmers sow the wheat crop from the first week of November until the middle of December. So why the Punjab's farmers or the other state's farmers are rejecting the solutions to curb the stubble burning? Even after years of criticizing the governments, now the farmers are not really happy with the alternative solutions and still are forced for the stubble burning. The stubble burning has long been criticized for contributing to the immense air pollution of the nearby areas. Multiple state governments of Punjab, Haryana, even the central government have sought to tackle the problem through various means ranging from outlawing the stubble burning 
to providing a one-time cash incentive to small and marginal farmers if they avoided burning stubble. But the conversations with farmers, agricultural experts and sellers of residue management machines in five villages is indicating that these efforts had just far met with limited success. This problem came in limelight since 2013 when the Ahmadbi party led government came to the power in Delhi and heavily criticized Punjab and other neighboring states for burning the stubble and contributing to the capital's toxic pollution in the winters. Even in a survey, some farmers spoke that across the villages had adopted some of the solutions that offered for stubble burning, such as biodecomposer capsules to break it down, but they remained unsatisfied with the results. The problem of stubble burning is closely tied in the agricultural history. From the 1960s onwards, with the advent of Green Revolution, the state saw an empathetic shift away from the diverse crops like moong, groundnuts, jowar, maize and cotton to a two-crop cycle of wheat and rice. While this brought relative prosperity to many farmers, it also gave rise to the large-scale challenge of managing paddy stubble. The Green Revolution included the wide distribution of high-yielding variety seeds of wheat and rice, a high use of pesticides and increase in the use of machines such as tractors. With the advent of Green Revolution, the farming has become so dependent on machines that for younger people there isn't as much work. However, the shift was also accompanied by a decline in other crops. As the cropping pattern changed over the years and so did the demand for irrigation for the water-guzzling paddy crop. At the end of 1960s, a humongous amount of water has been used for the irrigation which led to the depletion of groundwater in the northern states. And unsurprisingly then, soon after the 1980s, Punjab found itself facing a water crisis. To reduce the over-dependence on groundwater for irrigation, the Punjab government and even Haryana state government passed the Punjab Preservation of Subsoil Water Act in 2009 and Haryana Preservation of Subsoil Water Act. This law allowed paddy to be transplanted from nurseries to fields only after a date set by the government, typically in mid-June after the onset of the monsoon. This was intended to ensure that the farmers could rely to a significant extent on rain for irrigation and did not draw more groundwater than what was essential. A recent study held in 2021 indicated that despite the passage of this law, Punjab's groundwater continued to plummet as the area under paddy cultivation as well as the number of electrified tube wells increased. Further, the delaying of transplantation reduced the intervals a few months later between the time paddy could be harvested and wheat seeds could be sown. So burning stubble then became a quick solution. 
Many policy experts have advised a shift back to a situation where Punjab and the other states grew a diverse range of crops as a long-term solution to the stubble burning. But for farmers, the biggest factor holding them back from diversifying is the lack of minimum support price. A lot of farmers have shown interest in diversifying their crops, but the government is not procuring these crops at a large scale from them. So even when the MSP is announced, these crops often get sold below that MSP price. In one of the most prominent measures to tackle the stubble burning, from 2018 onwards, the centre government offered farmers subsidies to purchase machines to harvest the crop and clear the stubble. And this was done under a scheme known as the Promotion of Agricultural Mechanization for In-Situ Management of Crop Residue in the states of Punjab, Haryana, Uttar Pradesh and New Delhi. This scheme offers a subsidy of 50% for various crop residue machines such as the Super Straw Management System and the Happy Seeder. A farmer can either buy the equipment at full cost and get the subsidy in their bank accounts or can buy the machine at the subsidized rate from the seller in whose account the amount of subsidy is to be paid within a month of sale. However, the advertisement for this scheme started tremendously, but the accounts on the ground suggest that there are some problems with the execution of this scheme. The farmers are quite reluctant in taking benefits of this scheme because in the states of Punjab, Haryana and the western UP, there are many small and marginalized farmers who cannot afford to buy even the machines at a subsidized cost. The another solution the government has promoted is the use of PUSA biodecomposer capsules and these, ca these capsules have to be mixed with water along with chickpea flour or basin and jaggery. The mixture is then sprinkled on the stubble and it is estimated to rid the field of the stubble in around 25 days. But PUSA biodecomposers are still not advertised at a very large scale that the farmers are even aware of it. So far, all the alternatives to the stubble burning are not set up straight to the farmers, which had certainly led to a confusion among the farmers which option to put forward. And to which even in 2022, farmers have again opted to use the matchstick and burn the stubble. So this year again, we have witnessed a smog or a dhuasa, which means a smog that is a mixture of smoke, dust and fog in the northern region. But thinking of stubble burning, only the solution of this dhuasa is not just right. Even the geography of NCT Delhi is to be held responsible for. The influxes of dust sometimes arrive from the Thar desert to the west, somewhere in the end of October. And even other human-caused sources of air pollution come from cities, including the motor vehicle fumes, industrial and construction activities, fireworks and fires for heating and cooking contributes to the pollution level. Moreover, the geography and weather 
this time also worsen the region's air quality problems. The temperature inversions are common in the months of November and December when the air rolls off the Tibetan plateau and mixes with smoky air from the Indo-Gangetic plain. This phenomena serves as a lid with warm air trapping the pollutants near the surface and helping them pollutants in between the Natran Himalayan mountains and Satran Vindhya mountains. But the most prominent reason for the decline in the regional air quality index is definitely the agricultural activities in the neighboring states. The AQI or the air quality index is a yardstick that runs from 0 to 500. The higher the AQI value, the greater the level of air pollution and the greater the health concerns. The AQI is divided into six categories and each category corresponds to a different level of health concern. Each category is given a specific color which determines whether the air quality is reaching unhealthy levels in their communities. The green color signifies the AQI 0 to 50. On the other hand, yellow signifies 51 to 100, which sees the level of concern as a moderate. The orange color signifies the unhealthy for sensitive groups when the air quality index is somewhere between 101 to 150. Red is the color which seems to be unhealthy when the AQI is between 151 to 200. Then if it turns purple which means AQI is 201 to 300, it is considered very unhealthy and the risk of health effects is increased for everyone. And lastly, we have maroon color which is considered as hazardous when the AQI turns 301 or even higher. So this uh, definitely creates the emergency conditions and everyone is more likely to be affected. In the first week of November in Delhi, it was uh, an alert was issued that the maroon color AQI is witnessing in this city. All the schools, all the offices were shut for the indefinite period of time so that the AQI gets settled. The AQI is calculated for eight major air pollutants, ground level ozone, PM10 which is particulate matter 10, PM2.5, carbon monoxide, sulfur dioxide, nitrogen dioxide, ammonia and lead. In India, SUFFER or the System of Air Quality and Weather Forecasting and Research is a national initiative produced by the Ministry of Earth Sciences to measure the air quality of a metropolitan city by measuring the overall pollution level and the location-specific air quality of the city. This system is indigenously developed by IITM, which is Indian Institute of Tropical Metrology, based in Pune, and is operationalized by the Indian Metrological Department. SUFFER is an integral part of India's first air quality early warning system which is operational in Delhi and it monitors all weather parameters like temperature, rainfall, humidity, wind speed and wind direction, UV radiation and solar radiation.
Till the last week, Delhi's overall AQI stands at 363, putting it in a very poor category. And we are expecting that AQI will improve due to the unfavorable upper-level wind flows from the stable burning areas, preventing the inflow of the pollutants to Delhi. Different countries use different point scales to report the air quality. For instance, the United States uses a 500 point scale wherein ratings between 0 and 50 is considered good. Rating between 301 and 500 is deemed hazardous. India too follows the same 500 point scale. And every day monitors uh, the record concentrations of the major pollutants, and these raw measurements are then converted into a separate AQI value for each pollutant using a standard formulae, which is again developed by the EPA. So these AQI indices are important as they keep on aware-ing us of the daily levels of air pollution, especially for those who are suffering from any kind of illness due to the exposure to the air pollution. It is important to compare the air quality conditions at different locations as it helps in identifying the faulty standards and inadequate monitoring programs. The AQIs they help in. analyzing the change in air quality and informs the public about the environmental conditions on time and again it is definitely a good sign it is definitely a, a good index for all the people who are suffering from any respiratory problems the people with the lung disease such as asthma chronic bronchitis and emphysema and even the children the te- teenagers the active people of uh, the you know senior citizen age they are more prone during the air pollution so we definitely hope that our governments they come forward and give a very strong solution to the stubble burning so that it become eventually a win-win situation for the farmers as well as for the government so that is all for today's episode if you like it don't forget to share it among your friends and don't forget to give us a five star rating